know, look, I'm, I'm doing, a, I love doing these things while I'm on a drive because it's something that uh, my brain just, it's already just on autopilot, but I love to do something that's actually going to be a bit productive. So I wanted to talk about a bit of Fantasy 101. Now, what this is, it's a great, it's a great sort of beginner's guide. I thought I'd do something because I know when I got into it, I learned by making a hell of a lot of mistakes. And uh, when you playing in leagues like I know for me I played leagues where you know you're putting $50 $100 into a league sometimes you're playing for money sometimes it's purely just bragging rights and you don't want to you know do something that people are going to go and just take shit on you for it basically so you want to make sure you kind of have an idea of what's going on and and uh and, and you can at least have a good crack at it, and, ha- and that, that way you can enjoy it more when you understand uh, the lingo a bit better, and, and you know what people are talking about that are a bit more experienced, and you can also catch people out a little bit as well, um, and you can sometimes, even when you do a bit of research, make a couple of really savvy moves that put you into a position where you actually look like you're going to be a little bit of a threat, a little bit of a danger um, in your league, and, that, that, and this can do with either NRL, AFL, um, NFL, uh, whatever sport it may be, when you're playing fantasy, um, it, it's it comes down like they call it a fantasy team. Fantasy is probably not really the the right term for it, in my opinion. It's it's more of just uh, a strategy team because you cannot draft your fantasy team. Your fantasy team would be picking the top players, your favorite players, the best players across the board. So it's not really. Uh, a fantasy game so to speak it's unless you're able to do that in your league which I don't know of any that can um, unless you're just playing pick the the, the best ball which is where um, you can jump in and play what's called daily fantasy which is where you can actually pick whoever you like as your lineup whoever you think is going to get the best uh, scores for that week you can pick them but it, it normally costs money and, it, and it's a bit of a pain so Daily fantasy. If you hear DFS, that's daily fantasy sports. Um, that's what that means. That's where they. That's where they're playing uh, every single week. You can pick a completely new team, and there's no restrictions on who you can pick um, from that particular sport. Uh, and sometimes they even do multi uh, multi sport ones. So there's ones where they do Major League Baseball, NFL, and NBA, and they combine them, and you have to pick the best, say, you know, uh, like six players or whatever. Um, now. When we're looking towards um, the NRL, um, that's the one that I, I've played the, uh, the most. Uh, I've done that for the last 11 years, and uh, it's something that I really, really enjoy doing. Um, this year, I, I got back into it a lot more. I had a bit of a, an off year last year. I didn't really get into it as much, and I didn't do anywhere near as much research, so my finishing uh, was a bit off. And then, of course, this year, when you... Um, factor in the the um the covid uh, situation and all that sort of stuff uh it does make it a little bit tough as well but look uh, it's one of those things with the nrl um it's a really really good uh format particularly super coach i really like the way super coach is set out i think nrl.com's one which i played uh, quite a lot as well i always have a team in there but i pay less attention to it because it's the way that the the actual site works is just purely from a user function standpoint. I, I don't they have a different scoring system, which I, I like. It's a bit, bit different. It's a bit more challenging. Um, and you're a bit more boom or bust in the NRL.com um, sites. But it, it's just a great game to play. But 
the reason I bring up NRL is because it's very easy uh, for people in NRL or EPL, uh, whatever it may be, if you're playing in the in the football, the soccer, um, to get very passionate about your own team or a particular team. So one piece of, of advice across the board for any fantasy sport is not be too emotional about it. You can, you can obviously have a, a pick here or there um, that is... Uh, I guess your just your, your play that you love. Your, your, they they call them my guys. Um, you know the, the the guy like you have a bit of a man crush on him or, or a girl crush depending if you're playing with the women's. Um, and you're just like, look, uh, that, that's that's what that's the guy or that's the girl that I think is going to be the best. Um, and it's just purely an emotional decision, um, and that's fine. But what I find is that with a game like these ones, in the NFL um, in particular, if you're drafting, then it's it's got to be uh, very like stock market-like, very clinical, I think, in, in the decisions that you make. Uh, because if you don't, then you end up with a team that probably won't be... Uh, a league winner or it, it, it's just not going to be that great if you just go off like the names of the players that you know or, or whatever um, you've really got to do, actually do a little bit of research but anyways but look for, for the fantasy 101 look I'll start off with um, with the NFL because uh, it's actually got the season starting uh, in a couple of days so for fantasy 101 people who are doing the last minute drafts um, we'll kick off and we'll, we'll get into the uh, the NFL now. With uh, NFL Fantasy One Hundred and One for that one, uh, most people well, you'll be doing drafts uh, either eight, ten, or twelve team leagues. That's pretty standard. Um, most of them are points per reception. Some of them are what's called standard, which is where you don't get a point per reception. Um, but uh, I'll run through a bit of terminology first before I do jump in because. I don't want you to get uh, all wrapped around the axles about uh, things that I might be talking a bit of jargon because it's something that I take for granted again because you've been doing it for a while. Um, but look, I'll, I'll run through a bit of that first. So when it comes to the NFL, things you'll hear, um, you'll hear like I, uh, PPR. So PPR means points per reception. What that means, it's really, really simple. Uh, PPR is when you have a player that gets a reception, that's a point. That's that's just that's that's all it is, um, and if it's half PPR, then that's it's the same thing. But they just get half a point for their reception instead. Um, like for example, I, I play in a dynasty league where, um, and this and that, I'll talk about that again in a second. Um, but it's where they have all different scoring things. If you have a tight end, um, then uh, that particular position has gets a full point per reception. Um, and then you've got like a running back that gets three quarters of a point per reception. And then wide receivers only get half a point per reception. So that's that's how that one works. Um, it just depends on how your league is set up for its scoring. Uh, now, there's a few different formats across the board. Um, the most popular is going to be your probably 12-team PPR um, snake draft. Now, that's where you just have 12 teams, um, points per reception like I was talking about before, and it's a snake draft, meaning what happens is if you pick number one overall, people think sometimes that that is the best thing. Wow, I've got number one overall pick. Here I go. I'm going to go get Christian McCaffrey, who is probably going to be number one. Uh, he was number one last year by a, a big margin. Um, but 
if you go into the draft with number one, what happens is you go, you pick number one, but then you go through and you're going to have, uh, it goes, you know, the next team picks and you get right through to the 12th pick. Now, what happens is a snake draft at the turn of the draft, so whoever picks 12th will then get the first pick of the next um, the next round. So they go, and then it goes backwards again, and then it goes to you, you get the turn again uh, at the end of the next one. You get the first pick of the next round and so on and so forth. So, uh, it, it, it's a bit, it's a bit difficult if you're at number one. That means you've got a, about you've got another, was it work out twenty two picks before you can make your next pick, and then you get two in a row. But that that's how that works. So that's what a snake draft is. Um, it's but if you have a linear draft, that's where it's just one to ten, one to ten, one to ten, or one to twelve, one to twelve, one to twelve, whatever it might be. Um, so that, but the most popular twelve-team uh, PPR leagues. Now, if it's standard, uh, that's the other one. That's where the, the only difference is that no one gets any points for getting a reception. It's purely just yards, touchdowns, uh, passing, rushing. That's it. There's no there's no points for getting a reception. So if you hear standard scoring leagues, that's what that means. Um, now another one, Dynasty. Now Dynasty is a great one. Uh, that's I, I love playing it. I'm in a league with some really great mates, and it's it's something we've been doing for a long, long time. We've got a trophy, the whole works and jerks. Like we do it, we do it every year, and a lot of us play in a, in what's called a redraft, which is what I was talking about before. That's what a, a redraft is another term that they use for like a 12 team league that you would draft a new team every year. Whereas a dynasty team, what that means is uh, you you basically try to create a dynasty team. So what that means is that you have a team that's perennially good. So uh, you would have teams where, for example, you have players set up on contracts. So you would have uh, a, the most you could possibly have a, a, a player for is, say, five years. So you're basically playing the long game. Um, and you've got to try and keep players. You've got a salary cap, generally speaking. Um, and you've got to try and work in um, the best players for the amount of money you're paying for them, uh, so on and so forth. Plus, you also do uh, have to pay a, a lot of attention to the NFL draft because it's actually, when you're playing Dynasty, you actually do what's called a rookie draft. You actually can add rookies into your team. So it's it's a it's a great thing to... And you can draft it, and a lot of the time they'll base it off who came first, uh, who won the, the league the year before, um, you basically have the last pick, same as what it would be in the normal NFL draft. Uh, but what the great thing with Dynasty is, is that you're not, you can not only just trade players, you can also actually trade draft picks as well and also um, cap space. You can actually trade money as well. So, it, it, and I mean fake money, of course, not real money. But yeah, it, it, it's, that's how that works. Um, so that's Dynasty. Now, Keeper, Keeper Leagues, are they're very complex. Keeper Leagues are something that I would probably not get into straight away. It, it, same with Dyn- Dynasty can be a little bit complex as well. Um, but look, with Keeper Leagues, it's it's something where, uh, without getting into too much detail, it's sort of Dynasty, but instead of keeping your entire team on contracts, you would uh, normally say you have a team where you'll have, say, uh, eight or nine starters, you will have to choose, uh, say, three players that you get to keep, or you, sometimes they say you get to keep one from each position group, or something like that. It, it, a lot of keeper leagues have a lot of different rules, so that's the reason I won't get into that too much. Um, they're not the most widely played ones, um, and probably the least one, least played one, least played method that I've seen. In fact, I, 
I very rarely ever play in a league. I've only done it a couple of times, which is what's called an IDP. Um, and what that means is an individual defensive player, which is where you have uh, a normal team, like everything else is the same, except you also select uh, a specific defensive player rather than an entire defense. So it adds a very big element of, um, I guess, uh, specialization. So, uh, for example, like, the, the great ones, Khalil Mack, would be one of the best defensive players to take, generally speaking, or Jadavian Clowney, or whatever, whoever is a, a, like a, a stats monster for um, for uh, the defensive purposes. Um, whereas in normal leagues, you'll pick an entire defense, like how an entire defense will perform um, versus any other teams around the league. So that, that's probably the basics of, of the different types of leagues that you're going to be able to get um along the way and the most ones i would recommend for anyone that's just starting out um is either an 8 10 or 12 team redraft ppr so from what that is that's the recap that's that's where it's you draft a new team every year you get points per uh, every every reception and you'll have either 8 10 or 12 teams in that league and the great thing is as well um, when you jump on my favorite app to actually do it is espn um, you can do it on NFL uh, Fantasy itself, but I like the ESPN one. Um, it's actually quite good on ESPN Fantasy. Their app's very, very, very good. Um, but you can just go in and just click uh, join a draft, and uh, you can download it on your mobile if you want. Um, and yeah, you can just draft whenever you like, and as soon as the league fills up, you just uh, jump in there, and it's just with a bunch of, you know, people you wouldn't necessarily know. Um, you can create your own private league if you like. Um, and that's what I, I, if you've got a bunch of mates you want to do it with, go, go right ahead and, and create a, a, a league, a private league for yourselves. Um, and it just sends out emails to everybody that you have um, to play. And um, yeah, you go from there. But um, if you're wanting to just have a, a crack at it, um, jump on and just join a public league. Um, and, if, and it fills up and you can just, uh, just draft till your heart's content. Um, I think ESPN caps it at... Um, I think I think it's a twenty-five. I think it's twenty-five that they cap it at that you can have. It normally says like you you have like you know two of twenty-five leagues active at the moment or something. That's the most you can possibly draft um, across there, and that's for their free ones. I think you can subscribe, and I think you can get more. I think you get unlimited. I think, but I'm, I'm not one hundred percent sure. Um, but still, jump in, have a look at it. ESPN is probably the easiest one um, in terms of usability. I think. Um, and it's pretty self-explanatory uh, how to sign up and go ahead with it. Um, but look, that's that's probably just an, enough uh, rambling on the on the types of leagues for now. Um, but uh, I'll run in uh, the next segment uh, just how to uh, basically how to draft. Uh, what what sort of the typical uh, strategies there are and what jargon you might hear while you're drafting. <laughs> 